This is Hope and Health with Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. Insights and interviews with a dose of straight talk to help you enjoy optimal health in all areas of life. Today's episode is brought to you by our online course, Hormones. Understand and balance your hormones naturally. Just go to Sherwood.tv forward slash hormones to learn more and enroll. This 17-session course is only $19.99 and includes $30 in bonuses, including a discount on hormone-related treatment at our clinic where we serve patients from around the world. As we know, there's always this thing that we start with. We understand that when health is attacked, it becomes the ultimate distraction from the real issue. In today's world, we know that health is being attacked, or the concept of health is being discussed at all times, or maybe lack of health, or maybe sickness. And it's distracting from the real issue at hand, which is really caring for our temple and really honoring God. That's the point. So we know that um, fear... Uh, really creates a lot of problems, doesn't it? Yeah, fear is false evidence appearing Mm -hmm. real. And oftentimes we find ourselves spinning out of control in a direction that we never really even needed to go. It's fascinating how fear can mess us up. And it really messes us up in every part of life and every part of health. And with that said, we're always going to remind you of the seven pillars of health, the things we all need to be aware of. And at the top of the list, we talk about nutrition, 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 nutrition. It's the most important medical decision that you make every day. We sound like a broken record, Mm. but every time someone comes in with a malady or something that's gone off in the wrong direction, usually it's that their nutrition is spun out of control. There are things that are going into the system that the genetics go, boy, this is really hard on me. They're already stressed, and then they go in directions of inflammation. Uh, they can't detox very well. The system doesn't understand the, what's coming in, and all of a sudden you find yourself bogged down. So nutrition really is important. Well, and then, of course, we have sleep. We can't neglect that one. We need to sleep seven, eight hours a night, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, and make it happen, whatever it takes. Mel- uh, melatonin, uh, Epsom salts baths. Um, soothing music, Bible reading, boring book. Don't care. Just make yourself <laughs> uh, make yourself like really good, uh, good sleep, uh, sleep hygiene to make yourself sleep. And then next is stress management. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think I've ever seen a climate, as long as I've been a medical practitioner, which is over mm-hmm. 20 years now, that is this high with a climate of stress. <laughs> People come in absolutely stressed out and it's driving them to behaviors. You know, last year we called it the COVID-19. This year we're calling it the COVID-25. Mm-hmm. Extra pounds that people are putting on their frame because we're just um, stressed over the, mm-hmm. the, the things that are going on in the current climate today. So we've got to learn how to get stress under control or we end up with hypertension. High tension. Yep. And then, of course, high tension puts us on blood pressure medications, blood pressure medications. We don't feel so well. Then we start to eat and we and become obese and we're on medications for obesity and diabetes and the beat goes on. And it does go on. And it goes on so much that we don't move. That would be number four. We need to move more, sit less, make movement a part of your life. I didn't say the word exercise. We didn't use that intentionally. But if you want to call exercise movement, go ahead. But it means finding an activity you enjoy and doing it more every day. And that could be just as simple as walking around the block. 
The next section we talk about is DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid. And I, we could literally talk for months hmm. upon yeah, the topic good. of DNA. Good. Is section after section, whether it's talking about lipid metabolism or sugar metabolism or how you methylate or how you detoxify, we're able to actually look into these uh, genes and formulate how your lifestyle is appropriate and should be appropriate for you specifically. Mm-hmm. And we use a lot of hormones. Hormones are meant to really communicate messages. Think of hormones as emails. They are chemical messengers produced in the endocrine glands primarily. And those hormones go around the body and they create emails. And they help us communicate information. Without email communication around our body, we suffer. That's why as we age and we lose hormone production, communication suffers and so does our health. And that's number six. Number seven is peptides, and we are diving into peptides. We started our last section on it the last time we Mm -hmm. spoke with you. And peptides are wonderful molecules that we're going to give you some more insight on tonight. And, of course, there's two overriding themes that go over the top of those seven pillars, and that would be spiritual and emotional health. Those are always overarching. And you've heard us mention that many, many times that the majority of physical manifestations of diseases are rooted in spiritual and or emotional brokenness. And so just a real brief peptide overview, of course. And, uh, you know, sweetheart, what are peptides? Peptides are naturally occurring substances. They're amino acids that are actually strung together in chains Mm -hmm. less than 50. When it's less than 50 amino acids, it's considered to be a peptide. Once the number of amino acids gets to be more than 50, it's called a protein. Mm -hmm. So longer chains are called proteins. And we all know that proteins and amino acids are the building blocks of life. These amino acids, they're joined together by a simple peptide bond that allows them to form chains. So peptides, what what do they do? What are their effects? They're going to carry some information. Uh, they're going to regulate cells and cellular regula- regulation. Cell health is a big job, of course, so peptides certainly help do that very well. Now, cells we know decline as they age unless we pay attention to them. And this is where peptides can really help us stay more youthful, younger. We're going to talk about a peptide tonight and specifically that can really help you look and appear more youthful, which is pretty cool. They help with cellular adaptation, potential recovery, and even regeneration. How cool is that? And one in particular we're going to talk about tonight is called GHK copper, known as ghk CU, the symbol for copper, which is going to help regenerate the skin and connective tissues. Man, how would you like to look younger by the day? You can. And this does mean more youthful looking skin. GHK copper is not currently FDA approved. However, it does have what's called the GRASS status. And GRASS stands for generally recognized as safe or Otherwise, grass. There are a lot of studies that are out there on GHK copper Hmm. and its ability to regenerate hair, skin, nails, bone, connective tissue. Obviously, when you look at uh, high school, everybody looks better and they're more youthful. And it's amazing as high school goes on, you see your former pictures of your the prom date, etc., looking all youthful and beautiful. But then you go back to the high school reunion. The 10-year reunion, and bam, Uh there you go. What happened? What happened to the high school queen? Look at that skin. 10 years later, it got really wrinkled. 
few teeth went away too, by the way. Yeah, well, let's just a quick overview hmm. of the skin. A little humor there for you. <laughs> There's a lot of layers mm -hmm. to the skin. The outer portion of the skin that you see, that's called the epidermis. And in the epidermis, there are things like squamous cells, there are keratinocytes, there's a basal cell layer, and then below that you have the dermis. And in the dermis, there's macrophages and blood cells, there's white cells, and then there's these very important cells that we'll mention here in a minute called the fibroblasts. And they are the regenerative component of the skin. And if fibroblasts don't work very well or they become dysfunctional, that can cause very rapid aging. So let's review the skin just a little bit, you know, right? Dr. Michelle talked about the dermis. Now I want you to see the younger looking skin on the left and look at the older looking skin on the right. In the right, you're going to see those deeper wrinkles. Now, is that a skin problem, an epidermis problem, or is that a dermis problem? Think about it from the fibroblastic dermis problem. If the fibroblasts were building up collagen and filling in the dermis, like if that were to be like a squishy tissue in the middle, in the middle to make your skin more elastic and tight, can we understand when that's not working well that that causes a collapse? Boom. And the skin collapses. So a wrinkle is not just the skin getting less elastic. It's also the dermis below that collapsing, causing the skin to go down like a crater. So that's kind of a review of our younger skin versus our older skin. And if you haven't guessed it, we're going to show you how to get younger skin tonight. Well, the cell that's the main cell in the dermis is the fibroblasts. Mm -hmm. And these fibroblasts, they produce collagen. They produce something called hyaluronic acid and elastin. You know, the elasticity in the skin, when you see things starting to sag and wrinkle, the three things that are starting to decline are the production of collagen, hyaluronic acid, and elastin. Fibroblasts also produce fibronectin and proteoglycans. These are also things that help keep you looking younger, and they're also involved in wound healing. So anytime you get a nick in the skin, a cut, a scrape, those fibroblasts are hard at work. So what if you could produce more of the collagen, the hyaluronic acid, and the elastin? I mean, people know hyaluronic acids and a lot of beauty products, and so is collagen peptides. But what if you could go from the inside out and really create more production of these things to make the skin more elastic as well. Well, you can. Uh, hence, we have this carrier peptide called GHK. Why is it called a carrier peptide? Because we have copper attached to it, so it carries copper. It was discovered back in 1973, that was a few days ago, <laughs> by Dr. Pickert, P-I-C-K-A-R-T. It's a main regulator of wound healing and sort of the skin remodeling processes, so who knew? Now, we know GHK, as we stated, can increase collagen, elastin, the proteoglycans, believe it or not, and even the glycoaminoglycan synthesis, and all those things make us appear younger and healthier as we go. And obviously, when we're talking about fibroblastic activity, the ones that produce the elastin, the collagen, and the hyaluronic acid, this is going to redo or rejuvenate the fibroblastic activity, making them work better. Think blast off, blast off, more blast off under your skin to make your skin more thick, 
more elastic and more youthful looking. Pretty cool peptide. It is. And the peptide, if you talk to a practitioner that knows about peptides, Mm -hmm. these come in a foam. The foam can be used in your Mm -hmm. hair to regenerate the hair and improve the tensegrity and the strength of the hair. Also, when you put it into your hair, it can improve the tensegrity and the strength of the nails. Mm -hmm. You can also use it as a cream on your face. And there is even an injectable form of it that can go systemic and improve that even the wrinkles behind your knees, the wrinkles mm. anywhere else on your body. And please understand that, you know, people say, well, can I get those things? You can. We can get those for you, obviously. And a lot of people do the, uh, the GHK right there in your face. And we, we see this. And uh, interestingly enough, we have a little study that's noted here, a 12-week study. Over 71 women. I know it's a lot of large study, but 71 people, right? They use GHK copper. Uh, they applied to their skin and it increased skin density and thickness. It reduced lac- uh, laxicity. Uh, it improved um, uh, clarity with the skin. So the clarity of the skin worked well. Reduced fine lines and reduced wrinkles. How about that? Mm-hmm. Over a 12-week period. So in a three-month period, you could have the youthful-looking skin that you had in high school. Obviously, no, I'm, I'm kidding about that. But my wife and I actually use GHK Copper both cream on our face and foam in our hair literally every night because I don't want to lose my hair and I don't want to lose my skin. And uh, obviously, Don't tell people how old we are. Here you go. Look at this. This is not just, anything more than a 30-year-old 30, woman at the most, right? You know, this is amazing what it can do. So big deal. And really, if you want to get these things, you can reach right out to us at Sherwood.tv and inquire. We do need to establish you as a patient. But you do have access to these through us, and we will help you uh, dose them appropriately so they can help your skin, your hair, and even DNA repair. How cool is that? So these are available to you. Go to Sherwood.tv. And as we always say, and we always insinuate this, is when we bring in peptides or hormones, etc., it's always important to understand that these carry signals, and they must have material to work with. Where do we get the material to work with? We get it from our food supply and or supplementation. With that said, there are these things called inflammatory foods that we need to avoid. Avoid. And of course, we've talked about this more than once, and those are sugars and artificial sweeteners, mm-hmm. fried foods, MSGs and chemical fillers. We have to check the labels. We've got to turn over everything that we are consuming and find out what's in it. If you can't pronounce it, perhaps mm. your body can't understand what it is either. Bingo. Those things like processed foods, sodas, excessive amounts of caffeine and alcohol, that breaks down your GI lining and creates what we call leaky gut. I'm sure you've heard of that. You may even be suffering from that. We've got to avoid excessive amounts of breads and grains, things that contain soy, and especially Mm. things that contain high fructose corn syrup, which is the number one cause of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And we know that we need to eat and consume a lot of the anti-inflammatory foods. Yes, and as we know, that includes getting high-quality proteins. Proteins are the building blocks of life. Remember, when the chain of amino acids is greater than 50, it becomes a protein. And that's where you bring in your organic, grass-fed, grass-finished meats, your free-range wild-caught fish, your free-range poultry, your healthy oils and fat, which is avocado oils, coconut oils, avocados, nuts, and seeds, low-glycemic, non-root, non-starchy, above-the-ground veggies. 
These are anti-inflammatory to everyone, young and old, all the time. If you're looking for a program that sort of helps you do this, it's already structured out for you. We have a 40-day reset program that's pre-packaged. It's good for you. It's got a it's book that talks you. about these good. foods that you're supposed to eat. It's got a two-week detox in it that has 28 pre-packed meals in it that you can mix up in any way you want and drink them. It has three supplements that are taken on a daily basis within this two-week detox. There's two weeks for you. We take care of two meals a day for you during that time. You can snack and have another meal off the list if you want to. Then we also provide a whole 40-day supply of homeopathic drops that really cause fat loss, muscle gain, and they do help with uh, food addiction, so they help with cravings. We supply all of your vitamin D, K, and also omega-3 fatty acids. So it's a, it's a pre-packed program. People use that all the time. They get some incredibly great results. So you can find that program and what's in it there at Sherwood.tv forward slash 40, Sherwood.tv forward slash 40, and you can avail yourself to that. So remember, reach out to us on the peptides at Sherwood.tv. There's a way to reach us there. And if you want to get your life started in the right uh, direction, get yourself a kick in the, <laughs> the backside, get on the 40-day reset with us and do it right now at Sherwood.tv forward slash 40. Hope and Health is brought to you today by our online course, Hormones. Understand and balance your hormones naturally. Hormones get blamed for various symptoms and they get too much credit as a fix for ailments. Just go to Sherwood.tv forward slash hormones to learn more and enroll. Here are just a few areas we cover in 17 sessions of this comprehensive and practical course. Symptoms and causes of hormone imbalance. Cortisol, the stress management hormone. Thyroid, the metabolism hormone. DHEA, the sex hormone producer. Estrogen, the female sex hormone. Progesterone, the mother hormone. Testosterone, the male sex hormone. And restoring hormone balance. Go to Sherwood.tv forward slash hormones to learn more and enroll. For tonight's perspective, we're going to talk about living faith versus talking faith. In my lifetime, I've seen a lot of people uh, that appear to be talking a good game, but not living a good game. That's not being judgmental. That's being observational. We are not uh, to be oblivious to observations, nor are we to be ignorant of observations. The Bible says clearly you will know them by their fruit. In other words, you'll know a believer by their fruit or know a non-believer by their fruit. Um, you, the, you can't um, find bad fruit on a good tree, and you can't find good fruit on a bad tree. The Bible talks about that clearly. So when we talk about this living faith versus talking faith, it should mean something. I've said this before, and I really mean it. I am kind of tired of hearing good sermons without seeing the conjunctive good sermon. In other words, I'd rather see a sermon lived out than hear a sermon spoke. And that's just me. And I'm probably a little bit biased because I've been all around the world and um, spoke everywhere. But I think that the greatest sermon is lived and not spoken. Two scriptures I want to read to you, both found in the book of James. The first one, I'm going to read it from chapter 2, and then I'm going to return to something in chapter 1, and then I'll comment on both. Very important. James chapter 2 
verse 14 through 17 says, and I quote, What good is it, brothers, if someone says he has faith but not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. In other words, words without deeds are completely dead. They mean nothing. I look at words like this, that words that are spoken without actions behind them are nothing more than noisy gongs in my life. At this point in my life, I don't have time for that. I call it biblical and even political babble. It means nothing to me at this point because it just takes up space, it wastes time, and it clogs and pollutes the air. The second passage I'm going to read to you is found in James chapter 1. So we went back upwards in reverse order in the same book to James chapter 1, looking at verse 23 through verse 25. Listen, and I quote, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in the mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. So here, clearly, we need to look in the mirror and understand not just who we are, but whose we are. And not just hear the word that comes in here and maybe bounces off our ears, but let the word become internalized to where it does something more than just hits our head and goes down and hits our heart. But it needs to be internalized with growth and action that means something. Not a hollow word that means nothing, but an active word that means and does everything. So these two passages in James chapter 1 and 2 clearly talk about words being action and faith being action. Both words and faith should be met with actions that confirm the words in us. How do we know the word? We spend time with God. And we know faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. That's in Romans chapter 10. Now, you look at this whole concept of action, uh, living faith versus talking faith. Let's make a point to be doers of the words, to be actors on the words, and to really put those words into actions where the world can see, not to bring attention to us, but to bring attention to God himself. Hope this helps you. So I hope you enjoyed that perspective. So we're going to talk right now about, as we promised at the top of the show, what it means to be sheep without a shepherd and how we need to remedy that immediately. So starting at birth, we as humans, we need care. We need nurture. We need someone to help us meet our daily needs, someone to protect us. Um, the analogy in the shepherd and the sheep come to mind because sheep, well, they're not so smart. Uh, kind of like us people sometimes. But but children, on the other hand, at birth, you know, we grow up with a need. We have a need to be taught, a need to be cared for, a need to be fed, a need to be protected, a way to learn to do 
life. And it's very important to understand the Bible talks about the need to have a shepherd and why it's not okay to be running around shepherdless. Let's read a couple scriptures here, and I think we have uh, we have three I want to read. Well, I'll make some comments on one. So the first one's in Chronicles. Second Chronicles uh, chapter 18, verse 16. Then Micah, the prophet, answered, I saw all Israel scattered on the hills like sheep without a shepherd. Mm. So if you see people that are scattered without a shepherd, you know the sheep have no voice to respond to. So they're just walking around kind of aimless. Frankly, that's where we are today, you know, and when you see people that are in disunity or discord or high anxiety, typically they're not, they don't have a leader. Boy, do we need leaders today. This whole picture here that the prophet is calling out is sheep without a leader, without a protector, without a guide. We further read on in Isaiah 53, 6. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the uniquity of us all. So all of us in our lives, when sin comes in, it causes us to go astray, go astray from the idea of following the shepherd. It's following God himself. You know, he leads us down through those um, pastures, those green pastures, away from the brown pastures into still water, away from poison water. That's Psalm 23, of course, I'm quoting in part there. But when we see, as Isaiah the prophet talks about here, that each of us has turned his own way, we see God's hand of protection lifted off. And then we find the iniquity of, of all of mankind being passed down from generation to generation through these things called generational curses. And that's really what we have going on right now. We have a land called the uh, United States of America that God has removed his hand of blessing on that land right now. We're seeing the curses. He hasn't failed to bless his people, his people, but he has failed to bless the hand of a, uh, a tyrannical government. And that's exactly supposed to happen. And here we have a country, uh, in this case, uh, America, without leadership. And so we have a lot of sheep running around and we need to be mature in our belief system so we understand really what's going on. We read further in the book of John through two different um, passages, verse chapter 10, verse 14 and 15, and then also verse 27 and 28. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and they know me. I lay down my life for the sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Who is our shepherd? Who is the good shepherd? His name is Jesus, and we need to have him. The Bible says in uh, John 14, 6, that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes in the Father except through me. So when we talk about the truth, we're talking about this good shepherd. And when we know God, we know Jesus, we know who he is, and we hear his voice, but more importantly, he hears our voice because he has a relationship with us. And when we call for help, he's going to reach back and help us out. You know, sheep, as we stated at the top of this segment, are not so smart. They're some of, some of the dumbest animals. I actually did talk to a sheep farmer. I was in Nebraska, and I, I met this sheep, sheep farmer. farmer. And I asked him the question one day. I said, hey, uh, do you mind if I ask you a question? He said, sure. Are sheep really that stupid? He goes, oh, Mark, you have no idea. He goes, those sheep will be eating along, yum, 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 just kind of munching on some grass. And he said, if they're not paying attention, they will 
eat right off of a cliff. They'll eat right off of a ditch. And I said, dude, you got to be kidding me. They get so focused on what they're doing that they can't even pay attention to anything else. He goes, no. He goes, they're oblivious to it. He goes, they don't even have any idea if there's a a, a wolf or a coyote around trying to, to eat one of them. He goes, they don't have a clue. And I said, they're really that dumb? He goes, oh, my gosh, they're stupid dumb. And I said, really? And he goes, that's why the this, this shepherd would walk around with that, that hook, because he was always pulling them out of things and had a thicket and thorn briars where they would just walk off and fall in it. And I, I couldn't believe that. <laughs> True story. You know, how, how easy it is they can be led astray. So if the sheep are dumb, get this, and they know they need a shepherd, what if they follow the wrong shepherd? Oh, boy. Man, if they follow the wrong shepherd, the sheep are led astray. I pity the shepherd that's leading people astray. Hear me. But I also feel badly for the sheep who are following the wrong shepherd. And so we need to understand that when we're going the wrong direction, and we've been following the wrong shepherd, we need to turn the other way. Consider how often we find ourselves in the wrong direction and need to return to the right direction. How easy it is for us to be led astray. Listen to the wrong voice. There's all kinds of voices out there, isn't there? Oh, yeah. And one of the biggest voices mm-hmm. is on that TV or the news that we listen mm-hmm. to every single day. But but how and when do we hear his voice? You know, right? Think about this. He speaks to us when we spend time with him, when we hear his word. We need to spend yeah, time right. in his word every day, don't we? Uh, every day. That's kind of how we start our day is every day we spend our time with the good book. Mm-hmm. We do. And uh, the more we spend time in his word, the more we know his voice. The good uh, book is called it's the, Bible. the Bible. You know, the Bible is really an acronym, basic instruction before leaving earth. There you go. So, <laughs> you know, kind of think about that. It should be. Constant we should instruction while on earth. <laughs> I was talking to someone just today and they were saying, well, how do you know what to do? All the time. And well, I, I don't know what to do all the time, but I know where to go as a reference book. That's a good And word. they said, well, where, where is that? And I said, I said, well, it's the Bible. Oh, yeah, I didn't think you meant that. Well, so we don't even take it serious sometimes. The bottom line is when we hear God's voice, he truly can become the shepherd that we need. Because without him, we're going to find ourselves following the wrong shepherd or even following our own directions, which in both cases... That would result in a disaster. We've just told you about how stupid sheep can be. I think we're talking about human beings, the human experience. We're born with the desire to be stupid. How does that make you feel? Uh, really, really, when it means it means it means that we need God. I mean, and I don't mean stupid in a bad way. I'm no, talking about sinful. Right. Uh, sinful being simple is just plain that's, stupid. That's the, uh, just ingrained in mankind, isn't it? It's the epitome of stupidity, isn't it? Right? The epitome of stupidity. Get it? Uh, the bottom line is we need to really understand God's voice and follow his uh, voice and leading with reckless abandon without question. When you hear his voice and he says, hey, come here or go this way, he's telling us where to go to keep us out of trouble. He's leading us away from the wolf and from the animal that's trying to hurt us or the lion that's trying to sort of attack us and roar around and 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 seek and kill those that he seeks to truly devour, which is people. So you know, I guess probably the takeaway lesson uh, for us tonight is this, is we need to allow Jesus to really be our shepherd, uh, not just recognize him as a shepherd or as the shepherd. He needs to be our shepherd, and we need to stay 
in his pasture, being a part of his flock. You know, like there's a lot of wolves out there these days that might be dressed in, they might mm-hmm. look like a shepherd, they might look like um, they would guard you, but inside they're nothing more than a ravenous it's wolf. Sheep and wolf's clothing. So it's not like... Um, that's a wolf in sheep's wolf clothing. Wolf in sheep's clothing, I guess, Checking right? to see if you're awake. And the sheep, you know, like a wolf in sheep's clothing is they'll come in and try to infiltrate you. That's mm-hmm. the idea there. Um, I don't know about you, but when I look at the whole bit of being a shepherd, um, what does a shepherd mean to you? A shepherd means to be led, mm-hmm. to be taught, to be cared for, to be protected. It means we can't, to me, it means I don't have the ability to lead myself. That's why I need a shepherd. Because I'm a sheep, and sheep need their shepherd. And I think that that's the, the key tonight. We need to keep listening, keep doing what God says, follow his voice. The more we do what he says, the more we follow his voice, the more we'll know his voice more. The more we know his voice, the more we'll know his heart. And the best mm-hmm. way to do that is yeah. to spend time with him every day. In so, his word. In his word. And he'll speak to you. When God speaks to you, it's kind of like um, sometimes he speaks to you through other people. I mean, sometimes he uses my wife to speak to me. Uh, sometimes he speaks to me in the word. Sometimes he'll speak to me during circumstances. And sometimes just I'll hear his voice in, inside my heart. And I don't know how to explain that. I mean, same for you, I'm sure, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we That's trust still a quiet voice. that you hear the voice of God uh, right now, wherever you are. Because that's important. So we trust that the during name the of time this podcast we had with you tonight that you heard his voice. With we trust simple, that he's consistent changes, you'd be amazed at the we results that we've been yielding enough in day. our hearts to There's be used by him. For you. So we Give your body enjoy the time with you each week. To enjoy, you have a great rest you. of your Thursday evening, or perhaps you you're watching your this later subscribe on. To this after podcast, that, and and subscribe to our newsletter at Sherwood.com. To stay yes, positive for in the negative us world. On hope and, and remember to enroll time. on our hormones course at Sherwood.tv forward slash hormones. It includes a free ebook and a $20 discount on hormone related treatments. If you don't live near our clinic in Tulsa, that's no problem. We treat patients from around the world. Thank you again for listening. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.